Welcome, everybody who's listening. Welcome, listeners. Here we are, episode four. Welcome to Review That Review, the podcast dedicated to reviewing reviews. We're just like Siskel and Ebert, only instead of reviewing cinematic masterpieces, we rate and review those hilarious, scathing, and sometimes suspicious online reviews. That's Chelsea Dawn. And that's Trey Gerald. And when we come together, we form the Review Queens. Ah, these crowns are heavy, you know, but somebody's got to wear them. We don't have to wear them. It's a podcast. I want to be logical all the time. All right. How's your week been, Trey? How are you doing? I'm really good. Oh, I was waiting to make a reveal for you. Please do reveal. So this is an old hat from my favorite coffee shop in Key West called the Cuban Coffee Queen. (gasps) How cute is that? For the listeners, it has a... um, crown on it. Uh, I was going for a walk around the neighborhood with Winnie and I put the hat on and I was like, oh my God, it's a crown. Perfect. Oh, you got your sticker on. I'm going virtual with my crown today. Um, You did that really fast. Okay. Anyway, so you asked me how my week's going. My week is going great. Um, It's been a very good week. I um, have been activated and motivated and things are really good. That that doesn't mean that I don't have um, a complaint that I need to lodge. Of course. Lodge a complaint. Chelsea? Yes. I really want to lodge a complaint against parallel parking. Yes. Let's hear it. I'm not sure if actually the complaint is against the idea of parallel parking, which needs that there's a complaint there, or if it's actually against the instructor that my parents hired to teach me how to drive at age 14 or 15, because that instructor was very crafty and put a little square of white masking tape on the back rear view window. Okay. And he knew that at the DMV at the South Carolina location, there was a far off stop sign in the far distance. Okay. And he calculated all you had to do was line that little square of white masking tape up to the far off stop sign in the distance. And that was how sharp or steep to turn the wheel to perfectly pull in to the one test parallel parking spot and ace the parallel parking test. He helped you cheat on the parallel parking portion. Yes. Cheaters never win. Cheaters never win. Anytime I have to parallel park, I'm reminded of this instance. But I will also share that I'm actually a good parallel parker. But I get incredibly (laughs) serious, very stressed out. It becomes like a math equation to me because I don't have that sticker. Anyway, so I'm lodging a complaint against that instructor who taught a 14-year-old me that cheating is is a successful option to take in life. Also, I just do want to lodge a complaint against the idea of parallel parking. Whose idea was that? Who who had like a a 19-whatever Ford (laughs) where you had to wind the thing in the front like on I Love Lucy and was like, you know what? I think that we should start parking these in a parallel fashion. 
Yeah, I'd be interested in looking up the history of parallel parking. I mean, I, I feel like it's space efficient. I think that that's probably yes how it came to be. But I hear you. I'm a pretty good parallel parker. I was taught by my dad's office manager's ex-husband who used to fix Greyhound buses. And so he had to parallel park a Greyhound bus. What? So when you... I've never considered. Yeah. When you learn how to parallel park from someone who parks like Greyhound buses professionally, you have a good trainer. He also used his body instead of a cone. Like he stood as if he were the car, <gasps> which was has said something about him having a death wish. But you know what? It worked. And I don't personally get anxious. I get anxious because... Those spots are usually like on a heavy traffic street or in Manhattan, it's well, like a one-way one street. And Manhattan. so everyone's, yeah, they're honking. You're in their way. Everyone's busy. You're taking time to not knock your side view mirror off. Oh, God forbid you knock your side view mirror off. Anyway, okay. So that's my complaint. Let's all have a little more compassion for people trying to successfully parallel, parallel park. I agree. Chelsea, how are you? How's your week? My week is good. I still like have a bit of an issue with Murphy and apparently like retrograde and all that. My air conditioning is still not working. It's like a huge heat wave here right now. Thank God for fans. I got a fan. So life has been better. If you hear the fan in the background, I apologize. It's not going off. Disclaimer. Fair. I'm going to lodge a complaint today against paper receipts. Lodge a complaint. It needs it, it. It's done. We need to be done with paper receipts. I don't know anyone who successfully saved a paper receipt. You know, I do my taxes, but like I can't be responsible for holding on to all these paper receipts. I mean, I've I've done taxes for clients before who keep all of their their receipts in like boxes, and then by the time I look at it to help them file. The ink is smudged off. Mm-hmm. It's deteriorated to near nothing. The fact that we are wasting trees for this purpose of paper receipts. And the biggest offender, not reinventing the wheel by saying this, is obviously CVS. CVS, yeah. I mean, I was there this morning. It's absolutely ridiculous. Like you go and I when by Tylenol, my receipt could line the parking lot. Like it was just out of control how big this receipt is. They're giving me coupons that they know I'm not going to use. It's wasteful. I'm over it. We need a new way. It's 2021. Enough. Those um, receipt coupon receipts, they are even thicker. Have you ever noticed that the paper's a little bit thicker? More trees. Even more wasteful. More wasteful. I just saw a meme actually this week, hilariously. Of you know those like um I think of them as being in like beach condos you know those like vinyl window shades yes the meme is like one of them is a CVS receipt <laughs> like fixed my broken blinds like it was so funny to me I know I just think we got to do something about this let's create a mandate I'm watching a complaint good job that's a really good really good complaint thank you I think that we can move forward now. With our heads lifted high. I agree. And our chest cavities a little higher and lighter. I'm just so glad I got to get that off my chest and say that. And now I would love to hear what some other people have to say. What about you? Uh, me too. I think that we should do that. 
All right. As you know, we are your trusty review queens. We each bring in a review from the internet that we feel needs to be inspected. We read you the review, we break it down, and then we rate the impact of the review on a scale from one to five crowns. It's a very regal process that we call assess that kvetch. But Chelsea, for those people who don't speak Yiddish, what does that word mean? Kvetch. It means complain. Like, oh, stop kvetching. You're complaining so much. I give out. Exactly. Mm. It rolls right off the tongue, really. All right, try. <laughs> Guess what? We don't have to ask who goes first today because we have a special edition episode today. <gasps> wow, episode four. That's right. Every now and then, Chelsea and I will bring in a one-star review as well as a five-star review on the same subject. And then the final say goes to us, the review queens. And that's exactly what we have in store for you today. When we have these special edition episodes, we will flip a coin to determine who gets the queenly five-star review. We're just so sporty that way. Okay, Chelsea, I have a handy dandy quarter. Okay. I'll flip it. And then you call it in the air. Yes. Okay. Ready? I'm ready. Yes. Heads. It's heads. Okay, so that means you get to read the five-star review. Yes, and that means that you are going to be going first, right? Because you're going to be reading the one-star review. Exactly. This week, we're both doing uh, reviews from the very, very expansive website, thenot.com. Huge. And we're going to each read a one-star and a five-star review of a wedding DJ. And the company is called Spinfo and Mr. Matrioni. Just for reference, Spinfo is spelled S-P-Y-N-F-O. I looked him up. He's very attractive, but oh. that's neither here nor there. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. I'll try so, not to incorporate that into my bias. Yes. Please take attractiveness away from Yes, me. I will. Bias. Okay. I'm going to start with the one-star review. Let's hear it. Review that review. This review is by Celeste W. One star. I reached out to DJ Spinfo and decided to caps not utilize his services since it became apparent his schedule was too busy. Once I declined his services, he reduced himself to calling me quote unquote ignorant. Now, what mature man argues with a woman over declining services? I never once attacked him first. I never gave him a reason to call me ignorant. Then he continued and called me a clown. Clearly, he has reached a point where he believes he can be rude and disrespectful. All caps, shame on you for your foul language. I think he should invest in a class for people skills. The direction he decided to take was very unprofessional. I saved CAPS all the corresponding CAPS emails as proof. I reported him to CAPS not, K-N-O-T, this website, and forwarded the emails. Then when the name calling wasn't enough for him, he predicted I would not have a great wedding because he wasn't the DJ. The only person you need to make your wedding great is your spouse. Furthermore, NYC has plenty of talented, skilled DJs. And with the assistance of a computer, you can get music 
anywhere. Wow. Celeste W. sounds like she was traumatized a little bit. She was fed up. I was getting a little bit of Karen vibes. I'm not going to lie. However, what I was intrigued by was we're declaring that we have evidence. We have emails and we forwarded these emails. So if that's true, Mm -hmm. according to the language, you know, that, that she was called ignorant, that she was called a clown, there would be evidence of that. So I would want to call her into question and say, maybe she's being a little bit Mm -hmm. hyperbolic, but if she has evidence, she has evidence. And I think that that is pretty unacceptable. Yeah. And I'm not sure if you can upload images to reviews on the knot. I I don't know if you can or not, but there is no photographic evidence. I think if that had been attached, then case shut. Do you think this is a valuable review? Do you think this information is pertinent? I think so. I mean, you know me, I I like vibes. I need good vibes. I need good energy. So like the fact that he was like, I'm going to predict that you have a bad wedding. That's a no, no with me. I would not want to go with anybody that had even the smallest percentage chance that they could bring some bad juju, some bad energy to my day. So if I were to read this review, yeah, I think there'd be a very large part of me that would be like off the list. It is a real, um, that's a real dig. You know, I do think it's interesting to note that Celeste didn't receive services from this vendor. True. They inquired and then left a review because in Celeste's experience, allegedly, it was that poor. They didn't even hire them and then decided to even leave a review to alert other brides and grooms, etc. In some cases, like I'll knock off a couple crowns for that because, yeah, we're not really talking about the actual experience. However, in the wedding industry, specifically, let's say I'm going to the knot, it's a service industry and it is a competitive industry. Mm -hmm. I want to know I'm getting into bed with this person for several months leading up to the wedding. What is that interaction going to be with? And if I'm going to sense that this is going to be trouble, that I'm going to get pushback, that I'm going to possibly turn this person off and they're going to turn on me, that's something that I would want to know. So I I am curious about the pre-wedding process. And I think a lot of people going to the knot would be equally curious. I was going to say that as well. Like when you were planning a wedding, it is yeah outrageously all involving and stressful. To me, I think on a wedding website specifically, like the Knot, I think someone leaving a review, even if they haven't used the services, is actually very telling because there's so yeah. much planning. And the planning is the thing, you know. There, like it is right. all. It's a year of planning for a day that is over like that. Mm-hmm. That you'll remember, remember the rest of your, of your life, life and please have a wonderful wedding. There are, are a couple of um, spelling and spelling issues here. Okay. One, one right off the bat is my largest pet peeve with misspelling is when the word two is spelled incorrectly. Yeah. When it became apparent, his schedule was too busy. The less spelled it T-O. And that really is a pet peeve of mine. There was another one I thought of when I was reading and Oh, she's missing. Celeste is missing a space here between spouse and furthermore. You can read. Oh, there's a bunch of um, capitalizations that are missing. You can you can read and get the point, but 
I don't think that Celeste did a spell check pass on this. This is a, likely a first draft from Celeste. Mm-hmm. Along those lines, in the negative column for me with Celeste, the fact that she was like, anybody can play music from the internet, right? No, that's not true. There are professional DJs. They're professional for a reason. They keep the energy going. Mm-hmm. And it is nowhere near the same as having a professional DJ who's like really able to just take in the energy of the crowd and, and work with people. And okay, so I think that was a bit of an overstep. I'm very excited for this episode because I'm ready for the five star. And because I did a lot of research on Spinfo and Spinfo is actually an MC and a DJ. Uh, so okay. it's exactly what you're saying. They're, yeah, we're focusing on the, the negative one-star review right now. But um, if, if you were just wanting to push play on your iPod, do they even make iPods anymore? Um, Maybe. Then, then you're not looking for the services of DJ Spinfo because they are MCing the entire 12-hour event. It was a dig back, perhaps, at saying, I imagine you're going to have a bad wedding because you didn't hire me. Yeah. And then the Karen vibes came a little bit because she was like, I forwarded the emails to the knot, which mm-hmm. again, not trying to discount anyone, especially as we know. I mean, there are a lot of emotions surrounding planning this. So I'm not going to negate Celeste's emotion here and her passion and just write her off as a Karen because it's a big day. And I think she probably was thrown mm-hmm. if in fact she was called, you know, a clown. That's so funny to call someone a clown. <laughs> it does seem like a, a like an insult from a DJ for some reason. Do you think? Yes, I agree. Do you <laughs> think that uh, Celeste is being like truthful or shady? I think she's being truthful, especially like I started to say with the fact that she's bringing up evidence. I mean, I guess she could be lying, but I don't know why she would. Unless she's like a competitor that's completely gone rogue and she's undercover. I think to say like, I have email, like this person said this, I have emails. I forwarded along to the knot. I think she is being honest about her experience. I don't know that this is a typical experience though. I'm trying to decipher what exactly happened. Because Celeste is saying they reached out and then decided not to pursue it when they realized they were busy. And then it turned into name calling. Yes. I imagine that if DJ Spinfo was not available, then there's no reason to like, A, call you a clown, but also to like diss the fact that your wedding is going to be bad because I'm not available. Like, I don't understand where, I don't know how we got to that point if it did in fact occur. Yeah. I'm glad that you brought that up because I, I meant to ask that and then I forgot. So it felt like we very quickly got from like, I reached out to him to like all of a sudden I'm being called a clown. Maybe I missed something in there, but like, so, so she reached out and he said he was not available. Celeste sort of um, says both things here. Okay. Well, the first sentence says, I decided not to utilize the service since it became apparent his schedule was too busy. So that's not not available, just too busy. Okay. Once I declined his services, he reduced me himself to calling me ignorant. Okay, mm. so that's different. So it's not that they weren't available. They are very busy. Got it. And that alarmed Celeste. Celeste decided not to hire. So they were very busy. So they didn't like respond right away. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that is how this, how we led down this train. 
That's interesting. Is it that Celeste was like, we want, like, we're really interested in you. Like we are ready to like pull the trigger. These are the dates that we want. And they were all in for Spinfo and then Spinfo just didn't respond right away. So they found somebody else. I don't know when, if there's no contract, like who cares? Yeah, yeah, you're right. It shouldn't really be a factor. Okay. I mean, okay. Humor, entertaining. I mean, the clown made me laugh. I wasn't like, I wasn't bored to death, but I wouldn't say that I was like thrilled. If we were in previews for this show, I would think this isn't going to make it. They need a joke writer. Yeah. They need need it punched up. Script doctor. So do we care? If you were Celeste's grandma, would you hang this on the fridge? No. (laughs) No. Is it? What's the impact? Do you think this is a deal breaker? I do think it's a deal breaker, which I think makes it impactful. Like I said, it's really the energy, the vibes thing that's super important to me. I'm very gun shy about that stuff. So if I heard that there was somebody in what I consider to be very much a service industry that was saying that I was disrespectful, saying that I was a clown, it's like, take the higher road. If she's not interested in you, thank you. Next. That's really interesting because I don't find it to be a deal breaker. To me, I think there's some miscommunication here. They didn't even get the services. So to me, I would be like, okay, I'm going to, if I'm really into this DJ, then I will allow myself to expect that they might take a little time to get back to me. We just don't know the context, I guess, exactly. I think that that's maybe where Celeste failed us a little bit. I wonder if if we've omitted some of the information to make ourselves look better and look more victimized in this situation. That comes up for me too, because there is a lot of she doth protest too much going on. Like I never once attacked him first. I don't know. I I hear you. It feels a little, I don't know. I do think there might be a factor here where Celeste is, is burying a bit of the lead. Possibly. Okay. I feel like I have enough information. All right. Chelsea and I each have our own set of one to five crown cards. In an effort to be fair and not influenced by each other's decisions, we will simultaneously reveal our rating. The queens are tabulating. All right, Trey, are you ready? Um, yeah, I'm ready. I'm okay, ready. I'm ready too. Total score. Oh, interesting. Trey is holding up two crowns. And Chelsea's holding up three crowns. I gave Celeste three crowns. I took away some points for the grammar, for the bias, for the potential bias, I shall say. I also, I gave her points because personally, energy and vibe is super important to me. So I do think this would impact my, I'm just super sensitive, especially with events like this. I want to make sure that the the person is perfect. So I'm not going to lie. If I read a review like this, I might be like, oof, that's that's a bit of a turnoff. I don't want to move forward. I would need a person personal reference for Spinfo to supersede this review. So because she's influenced me personally to that degree, I felt like I had to give her at least three crowns. Why did you do two? I just did two because it feels a little um, individual to me. Okay. I feel like even with the vibe conversation, perhaps Spinfo was very busy that week and it was a fluke. I don't know why I feel that way. I think because it's his profile was littered with five-star reviews. And so... This does sort of look like an anomaly, which is a little bit of bias outside of what uh, Celeste has written. I just said two because it wasn't entertaining, really. And uh, there were some spelling and grammar errors. And it felt a little doth protest too much. And um, it wouldn't stop me from reaching out. 
So I think that that's a good point. I didn't know that it was littered amongst five star reviews. That being said, because we are doing a one in five, I'm super curious to hear what the next review has to say, because maybe I'm going to want to make a, make a uh, change here to my review of Celeste. But in this very moment, I'm, I'm sticking with three. Yeah. But I think maybe before we just, there's a reply. <gasps> there's a reply. All right. So first time, first time, Chelsea, okay. I buried the lead here. And there's actually a reply from the vendor that you are going to read. It's in your Google Drive. Oh, my God. Hold on. Let me get that. So wow. now here we are. We have a reply from the vendor. So DJ Spinfo replied to Celeste's one-star review. And Chelsea's going to cold read it. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Okay. This, this really does change the game a little bit. All right. I'm going to try to do Spinfo some justice here. All right. This is completely inaccurate. My reviews and years of work speak for itself. For someone to take this much time out of their day to harass me on my profile is disturbing. People that respond to potential vendors like this have no business inquiring prices and scheduling meetings. The number that I called didn't work. And this is her response from Celeste W. Did you read the email at 1110 where I provided you with my number to call me? Why are you giving me your number to call you? I see you're too busy for me and my special event. Never mind. I will go back on knots and get another DJ. This is too much back and forth for me. And I have enough to do as it is. Thank you but no thanks. We will look elsewhere. I asked you to stop emailing after I realized you weren't serious and you began to send messages about God punishing me and how you plan on getting at me like the Hulk. I wish you the best. For those interested in booking DJ Spinfo, aka Mr. Matrimony, please refer to www.djspinfo.net. Oh my God, I have a whole new opinion of Celeste. Isn't that crazy? I got to say, for the listeners who are not seeing what I'm seeing, Trey mentioned, again, not that this is the majority of what we're grading things on, but Trey mentioned there were a few spelling errors in Celeste W's comment, and there were a plethora of spelling errors in Celeste's email. And if Mm -hmm. she, in fact, did say the whole thing about God, punishing him wow i just this is why it's important that we have a reply it's really savage of um dj spinfo to literally copy paste the email (laughs) with all of the errors involved (laughs) it's amazing though because dj spinfo's you know grammar is actually pretty solid so you can definitely tell that he's you know he's doing it to be a little shady but like This is his business. And if that's true, and like we were saying before, it did seem like Celeste was omitting a little bit of the story. So if this, in fact, is the rest of the story and she was harassing him via email after like giving him the wrong phone number, which based on the spelling errors, I believe is totally possible that Celeste W gave him the wrong number. I really gave Celeste W too much credit. So you really feel completely swayed by this reply. I feel pretty swayed. 
I don't know, but like there wouldn't be drama because I wouldn't come at somebody like that. So I don't like the fact, I still don't like the fact that he was like, your wedding is going to be horrible. If in fact he did say that, he didn't negate it. He didn't say, I didn't say that. He, he didn't say, I didn't call her a clown. He didn't redact any of the things that she accused him of saying. And I still think it's wrong. And I don't, I, I wouldn't want a DJ who is going to clap back like that. But we're clearly seeing now that DJ Spinfo was provoked. Yeah. I also, I think that what shifts everything for me are the first four words of the reply. This is completely inaccurate. Yeah. For I don't know why, but just saying these facts are inaccurate is kind of like a trump card in a way of like, okay, emotion. It's not like literally the vocabulary word inaccurate just sounds a very intelligent leveling of the emotion. It's not like you're whack. Right. What is wrong? Like he mentions that later. Yeah. Look, the profession of being a DJ MC is charisma oozing out of every pore of you, being a leader and taking charge. And I feel taken care of. And his reply for some reason, like I feel like that there was something weird going on. Yeah. He acknowledges the inaccuracies doesn't really cop up to any of the necessary accusations, but points out their point of view of the situation and then ends with, if you're interested in booking, here's the info, (laughs) which is just like, I appreciate that. It's personality. It's not just a canned. So sorry for your experience. Please email me. Yeah. Right. It literally is like, why are you putting so much energy into this? I feel even more intrigued to read that five-star review now. I feel like maybe I did DJ Spinfo a little bit wrong, but I'm not like 100% feeling him because I still don't like the clown thing. However, I wonder if clown was said first or the Hulk was said first, because that to me is hilarious as well. The fact that (laughs) that she said that God was going to punish him and that she planned on getting him like the Hulk. Yeah. And that's in quotes. That's scary to me. Who says if someone, that? If someone threatens me with that, I would I would be scared. Yeah. I would be disturbed, as he says. All right, DJ Spinfo, you might have gotten me back with your reply. More to come after I hear the five-star review. But presently, I'm going to do it officially. I'm knocking Celeste down to two crowns for sure. Wow. With the possibility even giving one crown, depending on what I hear in this five-star review. I hear you. All right. So why don't we take a quick little break? Yeah. I need a break after that. We'll come back and we'll hear a five-star side. Of Can't things. wait. All right. We'll take a we'll break. Be right we'll be back. right back. Hold your crown. We'll be right back. Oh, wow. Hey, queens. Look, we know that it can get super annoying to constantly be asked to rate and rap down, rate and rap down. Look, aside from the fact that our podcast is literally all about reviews, the reason we are asking is because it's important for us to know what you, the listener, are thinking of the show so far. What do you love? What do you want less of? We have made it easier to rate and review us with a super cute hyperlink canny, lovethepodcast.com slash the review queens. It's also just one little click away in the show description below. We honestly really do appreciate it. Now back to the show.
Yay. All right. We're back from the break. And now it's time, Chels, for you to strap in on that pony as we jump on the merry-go-round. I don't feel like an icon. Most of the days I feel like I can't. That's with an A. Wow. I am secure on this pony. Um, <laughs> thank you for making sure that I had my seatbelt on. You're always looking out for me. What just, animal am I on? I think you're, let's say, I think maybe you're on like, like a horse, but like with wings. What is that called? Pegasus? A horse with wings. I want to think of things like that and other things. Wait, this is controversial, but sometimes as a kid, when I would get on a carousel, I would sit on like the stupid little bench that didn't move up oh. and at all. I get it. I do that now as an adult. You get on car- You get on carousels? Sometimes I have to get on carousels with like my niece and nephews. And, you know, they're too little to, that's what the bench is really for. They're too little to be on the horse. Yeah. So then you have to sit with them on the bench and like watch everybody else having fun going up and down on their little horsey ride. Well, I feel very secure on my Pegasus today. (laughs) All right. So here we go. All right. Here's the deal. Try and I are each going to pick, or we already picked a rotten, scathing, pithy one-star zinger with 30 seconds on the clock. We will take turns trying to recite the zinger in as many genres as possible. Just like Queen Meryl, who does it all. Before the clock runs out. Okay. So you'll go first. Or should I go first? Because you did the reply. It's up to you. Let me go first. Because I feel like you're so good at this game. Okay. Trey is going to go first. Take it away, Trey. All right. Today, I have a one-star zinger from Amazon.com. This is for the novel To Kill a Mockingbird. The subject is liked the movie better. And the review is wasn't that excited. Liked the movie better. Okay. All right. Trey, are you ready? I am I'm ready, yes. Okay, take it away. Three, two, one. Lifetime. Wasn't that excited? I like the movie better. Televangelist. Wasn't that excited, boy? Liked the movie better, Jesus. (laughs) Musical theater. Wasn't that excited? Like the movie better. Horror. Ah! I wasn't that excited. Oh, I like the movie better. Oh! Mime. Three, mime, mime, go. One. Okay, That's I all. will give you credit for mime. First of all, Trey, I don't know why you're always so hard on yourself with this game. You're excellent at this game. You did very well. You got one, two, three, four. You got five in, and that was a pretty lengthy one-star zinger. So I'm proud of you. Thank you. I really wanted to like honor trying to act it and I wasn't going speedy, which I fall into the trap of a lot. So I'm proud of myself. I got five. Okay. So now Chelsea, it's your turn. (gasps) Okay. This is a ZocDoc review of a primary care physician. (laughs) Were spirits I ever had coming into the doc doctor's office. (laughs) So I think, and and it just says verified patient Tim D. So I think what Tim D meant to say is that it was the worst experience he ever had coming into a doctor's office. But in honor of honoring Tim D, I will be reading were spirits I ever had coming into the doc doctor's 
office. Good luck. Thank you. This is this is going to be a tough one, but all right, let's do it. Three, two, one. Film noir. Go! Worst spirits I ever had coming into the dark doctor's office. Opera diva. Worst spirits I ever had coming into the dark doctor's office. Yankee. Well, worst spirits I ever had coming into the dark doctor's office. Southern. Oh, this is home. Worst. Did you Southern? Worst spirits I ever had. Oh, worst spirits. Can't do Southern. I'm Frankie Yankee. That's not fair. One, two, three, four. You got four. That's good. That was a long one, too. I can't. You cannot do a Southern accent after you do a New York accent right away. Or maybe you can. I feel like my televangelist was a little bit Southern. So, which they're kind of are, but I said, boy, I don't, I don't know that a preacher would say boy, but I did. So we, it's okay. Accept your win. Thank you. I'm curtsying. You earned it. You did excellent. I can't, I always can do a Southern accent. Worst parents I ever had coming into the doc doctor's office. I just want to confirm that I could do it. It's the pressure. It's the time. I'm sorry. Time constraint. (laughs) It's okay. We are measured. By our greatness, not by one moment in time. You're right. And most days I do feel like an icon and I'm working on that. Same. Review that review. All right. So now we're back from that really fun game break. And uh, it's time for the flip side of the coin. This five-star review of DJ Spinfo was written by Laquan L., Before my wife and I arrived to the reception, we can hear the party was already jumping and getting jealous, so we couldn't wait to get out there. My guests were like, we were literally on the dance floor as soon as we arrived at the reception. The music was just that good. Our crowd was diverse. I mean, we had everyone from the West Indies to Africa to Europe to Asia at our wedding, and everyone enjoyed the night DJ Spinfo gave us. We got so many. That was the best wedding I've ever been to comments and are still getting them two months after. DJ Spinfo kept the crowd engaged, played everything from the good to the hood, and somehow had my Japanese mother in her kimono swag surfing and palancing. He has an amazing ability to read the crowd and knew exactly what to do. Keep the party going from the beginning to the end. Man, he was even in the crowd dancing at some point. Thanks for the amazing memories. He's a dope DJ and MC. Book him. Don't think twice. You, your family, and friends will have an amazing time to remember. Okay, Laquan, I'm hearing this. I want to just point out that this review was posted March 13th, 2020. Oh. So that was right when we were being locked down in America. So, but the, the wedding was two months prior. Okay. Okay. Fair, fair. I love the visual of the Japanese mother and her kimono swag. Yes. And, you know, I appreciate that they point out that it's a diverse crowd, that he played a diverse amount of music and Great. really had like a party going. 
Yeah. And he touched on what I said before when I got a little bit peeved with Celeste when she made the dig about you can just play something from the internet. Like the mm-hmm. real job of the DJ is to keep the crowd going. Like, is the crowd not digging this? Then we got to pivot. And it sounds like DJ Spinfo really did deliver. Correct. There were quite a few spelling and just copy editing errors in this, I will say. I, there were a few times when I was like, am I reading that? you know, accurately. So wasn't, you know, this was written very, very quickly and sort of haphazardly, I would say. I don't think we had a proofread. I don't I don't think that was super important to Laquan. I agree. Yeah, it seems like exactly like a perfect five star review. Like that's exactly like they were really, really happy. Is it an is it entertaining or humorous? I mean I think the visual yeah, of the mom. I think I think they gave us like some visual, like the phrasing wasn't exactly right, but even the idea of like, maybe you just took some pictures and now like we're kind of arriving after our guests are there and like, I'm kind of jealous. It sounds mm-hmm. like a good time in there. Like they, they definitely painted some good pictures for us. I'll say that. And they hit a lot of things that I think would be important to people. Like the fact that it was a diverse crowd is like, we were able to please everybody, which I think is a hard thing to do with a DJ. Like you're going to have some people that don't resonate with certain music. So mm-hmm. it seems like DJ Spinfo at least gave everybody a taste of, of what they like. And, yeah. And I like the phrase from the good to the hood. And also like, it's a real strong visual that he was in the crowd dancing at some point because you have to be like thoroughly the head of the party for that to a occur and for it to be a hit and to be a highlight in this like what 30 sentence review if that vibe is not happening you can't just jump into the middle as the dj you know what i mean like that's a real bolsterous life of the party kick ass host you know and that's like not sleeping at the wheel that is like <laughs> doing your job and being fully present the entire time and as you mentioned before it does say that dj spinfo is also like an M, more of an MC DJ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like he's delivering on both fronts. I guess for, for some reason, and I think that I'm totally leaning team DJ Spinfo, Mr. Matrimony, but yes, could this be a planted review? Because it's so, it hits every feel good button and that it leads with how diverse the crowd was which i know that we thankfully are in this culture of like being aware yeah um so maybe leading with that is like maybe we are all more aware of that but it it occurs to me that it's more of an observation from the person being hired potentially than someone that's in the experience of their own life if that yeah. makes any sense, unless maybe in the, I mean, your wedding, it is suddenly everyone important in your life is in one room. So it True. really is an overwhelming sense that maybe you would start to really reflect like, wow, I have a huge diverse group of loved ones. So maybe not, but I don't know there. It, it's just such a rave that it yeah. makes me question if it's even valid, which is so odd. I mean, it, it like makes me, but then again, I do feel like the impact here for me is like, I want, I mean, I do have a bias that I hate dancing. Sorry. Mm. I yeah. hate wedding dancing. I hate it. I hate it. So, so my bias is like the fact that like, Oh, there's a jamming dance party at my wedding. Like I would not be jealous. I would not want to enter the room. So, you know, but that being said, so that's if- like, 
that's a taste thing, right? Not every DJ is for everyone. I think that that's okay. Like, I think even if you read this five-star review and you're like, ooh, I don't really feel like the flavor of DJ Spinfo is my flavor. Like, I don't think I'm going to buy it. Are you not a dancer either at weddings? I really vary. You know, you get a couple of good drinks in me and it's possible I could be like leading that dance floor or, <laughs> or I could be not and just like sitting down because my feet hurt really bad, which usually also happens. So I, I tend to flip flop, but I will say like, I don't know, I haven't met my husband yet. So who knows? But on the day of my wedding, I already have anxiety about needing to be the lead dancer at the affair. Cause I think that there's pressure on the, the bride and groom to be like, bring the party guys, like pull out those dance moves. Especially if it's a Jewish wedding and you have to do the horror. Oh, and the horror, the horror, the horror, the horror, the horror, horror. We all know what we're talking about. The horror. Oh yeah. I can... don't say it right. Cause I'm Southern. Sorry. No, uh, it's okay. The... No, the horror can. Did you know that pass. at my wedding, we had a Mazinka dance. You know, oh. what that, you know what that is? I think, is it something with claw? No, it's when the youngest child of parents is finally married off. It's an honorary procession for the parents. I love when Jews don't know what that is. And I do. (laughs) Well, I think that David's more, comes from a more religious family than I do. But that being said, like, yeah, the horror can last for five hours. The the horror can be the, I went to a wedding one time and it was like, (laughs) we ate dinner they were serving the cake and they were still doing the horror. So Do you know that my mother-in-law broke her nose during a horror? <gasps> at your wedding? <laughs> Not at my wedding. Oh, okay. I Wait. get how it can happen. Those elbows are high. Wait, hold on. I want to make sure that that's right. David? <laughs> David? Oh, maybe he's downstairs. I don't know if she broke her nose or if she cut her face or... Or she broke I feel like a leg. For the story. I think she broke her nose because I know that it was when broke they broke were... a leg. That, that's no. I think it was her nose because she like got hit in the face. Yeah, because it's like you're always you're locking arms with people, and I could see very easily. It's like I go to lock arms with you, and then maybe she didn't break the nose. Maybe she got a bloody nose. Whatever. It... It's violent and horrifying. Okay. She wouldn't be the first person that got a bloody nose during a horror. All right. Point is, I think we have to eliminate our own taste from the assessment of the review itself. I will say it's interesting that you said, is this a relative of DJ Spinfo? Is this DJ Spinfo in disguise? Is this somebody that is writing a fake review? Did that come up for you? It did a little bit. Maybe Laquan Al took it seriously. And before he wrote this review was like, let me hit all the points that somebody would want in a DJ because I want to be a review queen. So I'm going to hit the point about them being, you know, energetic, about them being diverse, about them, you know, keeping the crowd going, about just like everybody saying that it was the best wedding ever. Like all those things I think are what you want when you're looking for a DJ. So only because I really feel like in almost a calculated way, we hit every single one of those points. Maybe it's a cynical side of me, but there is part of me that's like, is this real, you know, or is it not? So I I have that feeling as well. I do think it's important for the listener. The one star review was written in 2016, and this five star review was in 2020. So I don't think that this five star is padding in response to the one star. It's many years apart, and there's many reviews between. You mentioned that there were a lot of five star reviews, like all of them, basically. So all of them, except for this 
one star review that we read from Celeste W. Everything else was five stars. Yeah. To me, that's sometimes suspect too. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. We could have some fake ones in there, but. But going off of Laquan. Going off of just Laquan. I'm ready to crown it. I'm ready to crown too. Okay, let's do it. The queens are tabulating. You got your cards? Okay, I have my cards. Yes, I'm ready. Total score. (gasps) Unanimous. We both have four crowns. Trey, why did you get four crowns? Honestly, because it's such a slam dunk review, it makes me a little suspect. That's why. There are the spelling errors, so that's part of it too. I wish they had done a pass with spell check, but I would need to look around and see like what everyone else is saying because it feels a little extremely one-sided, which it was a five-star experience for Laquan and that's what they gave. I don't know why I'm being cynical, but that's why I gave it four. I think four is a very respectable score and that's personally why I gave Laquan my four crowns. I thought it was entertaining. I thought it was dynamic. I thought we had a lot of visuals. I knew who was there. I knew I loved the detail about the mom and the kimono. Those kind of details did make me feel like this was an authentic review. This was an experience that was happening to more people other than just Laquan. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate what they had to say. So for me, I'm given Laquan, no questions, four crowns. Excellent. Wow. I'm curious, now that we've done the five star, the one star, and the reply from the vendor, Yeah. What is your Chelsea Dawn review queen? What do you think? I think Celeste is shady a little bit. I think that Celeste um, lied by by omission. She sort of was poking the bear, it sounds like. You know, DJ Spinfo was responding to being poked. So I'm going to say, contrary to what I said earlier, and again, willing to admit when I'm wrong, I would discount Celeste's review and I would say that most people can expect to have a jam in time and be fully entertained and up off the floor doing things that are way more exciting than the electric slide. And DJ Spinfo would give them a good experience is my thought. I do want to just say that I have no idea who DJ Spinfo is. Neither does Chelsea. It's totally a random. Yes. We are not an ad. We don't know them. I looked up okay. their website. And he has a video reel. I mean, he it looks like a great hire. Yeah. I mean, to me, I was like, oh, I would totally want to hire this person. And he's also very attractive, as I said before. I wonder if that's sort of in the mix here with Celeste. I don't know. I'm making that up. I'm putting it into the mix. Sure. But we, I'll never know exactly what happened between the two of them. And that just is really highlighting why reviews can be really tricky and why you need a review queen to sort of tell you what where you should fall. And to me, and I agree with Chelsea here, I think that because Celeste stands out, that one-star review seems really to be an anomaly. And it's so specific. I don't know. know, It just feels... I think um, I I feel badly that that exists on DJ Spinfo's thenot.com page because it doesn't seem to be a good representation of their services. I completely agree. And I think that that's why this segment is so important to do the one and the five. Because so often on our show, you're going to hear us read one star reviews that really don't deserve that, you know, that have several customers that are happy. And the reality is we can't please everyone. And I love this segment because it shows us that. 
And if you listeners like this idea of doing one in a five, leave us a review and share that. Uh, get in touch with us. You can leave us a voicemail so we know if we should move forward with more of these one in fives. Awesome. So as we reach the end of today's episode, Chelsea, yeah. have you got any personal reviews for your week? Who are you inducting for this week's? My Royal Highness. I am inducting a very special woman named Terry Cole, who is extremely influential to me. She is a life coach, guru. She was my personal therapist when I was living in New York. And I cry at least once a week that she doesn't practice um, one-on-one anymore. But that being said, she's not practicing on one-on-one because she is changing the world. And she just released a book called Boundary Boss, and she's a boss. And if you have trouble having boundaries with people, I recommend looking up Terry Cole beyond the fact that she has so many programs and things that you can sign up for. The thing that I love the best about Terry is that she has so much free content out there, a ton of free meditations and lots of stuff that you can access and not spend a dime. And she is committed to providing value for so many people. And she does that for me. And she does that for thousands of other people. I am just so excited to induct Terry Cole by her book, Boundary Boss. I love you, Terry. You're awesome. And thank God for people like you. Wow, that's amazing. Do you have someone? Okay. So my inductee for my Royal Highness this week is um, a relatively new friend. His name is Eric Williams. And he is a podcaster. And his podcast is called That's a Gay Ass Podcast, where he interviews comedians and they discuss the thing that made them gay. (laughs) It's really funny. But I called him because I wanted to ask him a few questions about his audio quality because it's so superb. And he was like, yes, here's my phone number. Get on a call. And uh, we made a schedule and then I, I was available later that day and I was like, hey, can you chat now? And he totally got on a call and shared a lot of top secrets that what a lot a of top podcasters utilize. And yes, he is a man. She's a very wonderful, handsome Jewish boy with a, also a beautiful husband. And anyway, I, I just wanted to acknowledge people helping each other, other podcasters. There's room and space for everyone. And I'm looking forward to having him as a guest on our podcast in the future when we start introducing Queens with Questions. Uh, So Eric Williams, That's a Gay Ass Podcast, uh, is my inductee for My Royal Highness. I love that. We did it, Chelsea. Another round in the books. Can you believe? Ah. I cannot even believe it. We are four episodes in. Guys, thank you so much for joining us today. If you like what you heard, please tell a friend. If you didn't like what you heard, please tell an enemy. If you want to lodge your own complaint, submit your own review, or share with the world who you would induct for My Royal Highness, leave us a voicemail at 850-REVIEW-0. Yes, I can't wait to hear them. Also, you can follow us on all of the socials at The Review Queens. I'm at Chelsea BD. And I'm at Trey Gerald. That's two R's. Become a member of the Royal Court by joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash review that review. Watch live clips from our recording sessions on YouTube. And remember, ignore the haters. You're a queen. Gender non-specific queen. Bye. Bye. Toodaloo. Toodle pip. Ta-ta.
for now. Auf Wiedersehen. Is that hello or goodbye? Goodbye. Um, guten Bayern. <laughs> Dude, that's gross. Okay, bye. Bye. Review That Review is an independent podcast. Certain names have been redacted or changed to protect the guilty. Executive produced by Trey Gerald and Chelsea Don with editing and sound design by me with Voice of Her Talents by Eva Kamensky. Our cover art was designed by Logo Vora and our theme song was written by Joe Canozian and sung by Natalie Weiss.